0: Among the warriors in the heat of battle stand two women wearing bird emblems, identifying them with the losing side. In addition to back ornaments in the form of wings, each lady wears a triangular ketchkemit and a short skirt. These garments are richly patterned, and both ladies wear elaborate leg ornaments, sandals, and jewelry. These important women are the central personages in the murals in which they appear. The murals stand on either side of the central stair of the building. Although the women are represented as defeated, they dominate the scenes. The McCafferty's, who have done the only engendered study of these murals, suggest that the figures represent the same woman. This makes sense given the great similarity of costume and the fact that the first scene depicts the woman in the height of combat, while the second shows her as a bound captive. The first woman stands in the midst of the battle, grasping a spear embedded in her cheek. Blood drips from the wound and she is crying out in anguish while making the traditional hand-to-shoulder gesture of surrender and submission. The pose of the jaguar warrior who stands in front of her, threatening with another spear, suggests that this must represent the moment of capture. Her feminine gender is emphasized by the exaggerated curve of waist and hip, as well as by her female clothing. The woman in the other mural is also threatened by a jaguar lord, again with a spear in ready position. Her bare torso shows under the Ketchkemit, and her hands are held in front of her chest, crossed and tied at the wrist. Clearly she has been taken prisoner and most likely will be sacrificed. Who is this woman? Regrettably, the figures are identified by neither name nor place glyphs. One can surmise that she was the ruler of a neighboring state. This period of history was characterized by increased warfare resulting from competition among local groups in the political vacuum left by the waning of Teotihuacan and the migration of northern barbarians into central Mexico. In Kuntz's critique of the McCafferty's interpretation of the murals, he suggests that these bird army figures were really captive men who had been dressed up as women to humiliate them in public. It is unlikely that women's garments were ever employed to humiliate men, and improbable that the public in Kakashla at that time understood transvestism as a political slur, or deemed the female condition humiliating. Furthermore, Kuntz interpreted the Kakashla murals as a strategic public statement, meant to evoke certain associations in the audience, whereas Maya murals are known to record historic battles. This makes it more likely that the two figures are representations of one woman, the leader of the bird army, distinguished by a central Mexican quechquemite, a garment worn only by women since the preclassic. Other scholars reiterate the suggestion that female warriors are really transvestite performers, though such performers have not been identified with surety in the pre-Columbian record. Modern transvestite dances, sometimes called contradanzas, are part of folk Catholic practices that unofficially arrived with missionary priests. Also, in the spirit of the Iliad, the Kakashla warrior women have been interpreted as female deities in scenes from myth. These suggestions are representative of the desperate manner in which some Mesoamerican specialists try to deny women active roles in prehistoric societies. In reality, the clothing of the warrior in the murals identifies the woman as a wealthy member of the elite. The short skirt and meat mark her as being a Mexican, not a Maya lady. The central position of the female figure in the battle mural and other details are strong evidence that she was the leader of the bird army in this war. It is worth mentioning that the great shrine of Cochitecat, dominated by representations of elite women, is actually another sector of Cacachla.